0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads Podcast. We're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast. I'm your host Sergio, uh, and the, the the episode that we recorded yesterday, the secret episode that we recorded yesterday, I didn't say my name like at all. Oh wow, yeah. I, so it's I, apparently I'm not on it. Uh oh, whatever. Well, I like I am also Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two Sergios on this one, and no Sergios on the secret one coming up. Uh, that's Jeff, by the way. Uh, we're here to talk about Ninja Turtles, and uh, we, we've, we're burning through a bunch of b- bunch of episodes this month.
1: Wait, we're not talking about My Little Pony
0: this episode? No. No, no, no. We haven't Sorry, run out of folks. turtle stuff yet. Sorry, folks. When we run out of turtle stuff, who knows? What are we talking about this, this time around? The
1: uh, first 13 episodes of the 2012 nick
0: animated series that is correct uh it is a it, we, let's see we've defined our phases as phase one two and three this one is the flagship title of the phase three mm-hmm. and it was launched after the the you know the nickelodeon buyout it took about you said 2012 It took three years for them to get the show off the ground and on television well that yeah that's that's what we're talking about today is is the first half of the first season And 13 episodes is a lot Of episodes uh, But that's kind of the hole We've dug ourselves into That, with, that was all you're doing That was my doing uh, yeah. Well, I want to get through All of these at a, you know In a reasonable clip I don't want to be talking about Season one, you know 110 episodes in
1: Yeah, this results me making Eight pages of notes
0: Yes, yes Jeff has a, a book full of notes This Copious time Copious notes I have a few I have, I have three pages Very concise not even 3 full pages it's like 2 pages 2 pages and then there's some notes on the, the last page yeah um but it's a charming little show uh and it was and it and who who's the brainchild on this who how do you, how do we pronounce his name i i know i'm going to say it
1: wrong but the showrunner was Ciro nile N- neely I, i'm i know i'm going to get that wrong either way Ciro Nelly. um but he actually has roots, and uh, he's worked with Greg Sipes, like, multiple times. Okay. Um, he worked on the first original uh, Teen Titans series. Okay. The one uh, that everyone likes. Yeah, the animated one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Super Robot Monkey Ty- Team Hyper Force Go. And that's a... I've that, heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Greg Sipes worked on that. And, okay. Uh, and I can't think of anybody better to headline this series. Um because he knows action.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, there's plenty of it. There's a lot of action in the, in, in the series. And, and from what I understand, he helmed the series its entire five-season run. I believe so, yes. Yeah, like even that weird last season that kind of went all over the place. Yeah. I love that last season. It's yeah. weird, but I love it, and we'll, but we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go through every episode individually. Um, let's talk about voice acting. They got some big names.
1: Yeah. Um, Andrea Romano um, was the voice director on this. And um, while you may not know her name, you know what she's done. Um, Batman the Animated Series, Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, Pinky and the Brain, Freakazoid. So she worked for Warner Brothers. That was a a, a huge (laughs) chunk of of what she did. And then later on, she would kind of go out and do other stuff like Avatar Last Airbender. OK, Korra, um, Legend of Korra um, and tons of stuff like she's a legend in the
0: industry. OK, OK. Um, See, I didn't know that at all. So that's that's really cool. So so like when Nickelodeon hired people to do this, they didn't hire, you know, chuckleheads.
1: No, no. And um, we have a very interesting cast of uh,
0: I really like for our turtles. I really like the, the, the voice cast.
1: They really knocked it out of the park like so we've got Greg Sipes, mm-hmm. aka Beast Boy from Teen Titans as Mikey. Okay. Uh we've got Sean Aston as Raphael. Yeah. And he's got that little bit of he's just he's perfect. Um <laughs> we've got Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs of American Pie Fame. As Leonardo
0: mm-hmm. and we've got Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson returning to Ninja Turtles. As Donatello. As Donatello, which at the time seemed like a psychotic move. Yeah. For him to play someone other than Raphael.
1: And he was apprehensive about it because, you know, Barry Gordon doing Don and their tremendous friends, mm-hmm. he didn't want to step on his toes. Mm-hmm. So he approached him about it. He's like, No, make it your own thing, go with it. Yeah. And of course he did, and it's it's, yeah. it's delightful.
0: What's 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 interesting is I can tell it's the same actor. But it's clear he's playing a different part. Yeah, you the, know, tone, the tones
1: yeah. A, a bit different. Yeah, the, it has t- the tone a, and
0: delivery, and it, it has a bit of raspiness. It's it's kind of raspy, and and, and and you can tell that it's being the lines are being delivered from like almost a, a nerd. You can tell he's yeah. he's em, em, embodying a nerd when he ta- when he when he talks.
1: Yeah, he he pulls it off very nicely.
0: Yeah, um. uh, May Whitman is doing the voice of April. She does an incredible job, and I, I've May Whitman was in. She was in Parenthood. She's been in all kinds of stuff. I think she was in. Uh, she was in Arrested Development. She was also in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yes, she was. Yeah, so she's she's had all kinds of stuff. Oh, she's yeah. got all kinds of stuff on her resume. So yeah, I think she's also Tinker Bell. I think. I think that's true. I yeah. think that's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, fantastic voice ad voice cast. Who plays the shredder? Do we have that written uh, down? I don't need to write it down, Sergio. I have this committed to memory. Oh.
1: The incredible Kevin Michael Richardson. Okay. Okay. Seal of approval. You know. <laughs> and he does one shell of a good job. I'm legit terrified of, of the shredder.
0: I don't I don't know, man. And we'll I, I think we'll get to that a little later. This might be my least favorite shredder. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Not because of the voice the voice acting is fine, but in comparison to say the the two K three shredder, mm-hmm. he's got nothing. Ooh. He's got nothing on the two K three shredder. Hmm. Okay, uh, it, like it almost feels like a guy wearing a shredder costume. At least the animation does, mm-hmm. which I guess technically it is a guy wearing the shredder <laughs> costume. It just didn't. It just doesn't feel as genuine as as previous iterations. Hmm. Uh, let's jump into the episodes because we got a lot of them to cover. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm going to give my notes cause my notes are real short and concise and to the point of what the episodes are. And then we can, you know, jump a little deeper into yours. Yeah. Uh, episodes one and two, uh, rise of the turtles. Uh, this is of course the pilot. Uh, it's a two, two episode arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it does a very good job of setting everything up. It's like, here are your turtles. Here are their personalities. Uh, here, here's what we're going for with this series. There's rom- there, There's almost romantic shots of them, you know, practicing and showing off their moves and being like, this is what the action in the show is going to look like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a level set. The second part, we, we, we get the origin of snakeweed and we meet the Krang uh, and we meet April and April's dad. Mm-hmm. And I love, I, I've watched the pilot alone about 6 or 7 times like these first two episodes I've watched about 6 or 7 times yeah cuz if you don't watch any of the rest of the series these first two are worth it
1: oh most definitely um, acting art direction which we got to talk about the art i mean it's a combination of all types mm-hmm. especially you know the that that heavy comic inspiration
0: yes it's um, it's very like all the, the colors are very dark yeah uh the sit new york city is has a has a very Yeah. It has a very distinct look to it. And like some
1: of the off shots, you know, they just look like you're looking at a comic panel. Yeah. Which is just a beautiful, beautiful touch. You can tell a lot of love and care was put into the show and it's not just a one off. Yeah. Yeah. Type thing.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to, you have to remember like this is Nickelodeon swinging for the fences. Yeah, You know, they just spent all of this money on this franchise Mm -hmm. and They have to have a hit. Oh yeah, it it has to be a hit. Otherwise, what are they going to do with these turtles? Just sell retro merchandise for the rest of time? They are kind of doing that now, (laughs) but they can't only do that. No, they can't. No, they can't. Uh, What What are some some things in this episode that stood out to you? Um,
1: Leo watching cheesy television. uh, What was the
0: name of that show? Space
1: Heroes. Space Heroes. Space Space Heroes. Yeah.
0: Clearly a Star Trek reference.
1: Yeah. Um, primarily the filmation uh, Star Trek.
0: Uh, okay. But no, that, that, like, that's a charming little thing. And they, and they do change what show they watch. Later. Like, ev- like every season, there's a different yeah. one. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's really cool to see the, 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 the turtles being people. Or yeah. not people, but you know just, just living their life.
1: Yeah, and like being legit teenagers, like starting yeah. out – like if it was a just very early beginnings, and at the beginning they're just sitting there eating worms and algae. I'm like, okay, because they're not going to start out eating pizza.
0: Well, yeah. Like when I when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, this this then this whole pizza thing's going to be a big deal. Yeah, and, and it is. And it is the scene where Michelangelo discovers pizza is like a top five moment in this entire series. Yeah,
1: yeah. Head explodes. Easy. Like
0: his mind just.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, the the visual gags in this are are, are really good. Yes. What's this pizza? Pizza? <laughs> oh, 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 you guys would hate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you don't want any of that. It, the, the only thing, it, it doesn't really hold up logically for me. Like, if they have access to TV, then they have access to pizza commercials. Yeah. So, again, it doesn't really hold up logically to me, maybe but they, it's entertaining they, enough. Maybe they just got cable. It's fine. It's entertaining enough that I can look past it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, of course, you know, they they fight the Krang for the first time.
0: Yeah. And um, we learn that the Krang is a race of aliens. Yeah. It's not a character named Krang, yeah. which I thought was a really cool way to dodge the whole Utram thing. Yeah, nice little spin, little, little yeah. shake up. But they're, they're Utrams, but they're super evil. Yeah, they're the Krang. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's like Utrams and the character Krang had a baby. Yeah. And out came the Krang, yeah, which is the the perfect way to 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 modernize both of those characters,
1: yeah, and voiced by um, Nolan North. Let's talk about how
0: the Krang talk. It's I laugh every single time, and I've seen them talk hundreds of times. It's still
1: funny, yeah. Even even the <laughs> pre mutated Snakeweed's like, "What are you? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Come on, how do you talk like that?" <laughs> they must take us from this place and put us in the place from over here. And then, I was like, "What? What? What?"
0: Take the turtles to the place where the turtles are. And the turtles and the turtles in place. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so funny, Jeff. It's wonderful. I don't know just- where they pulled it from. I don't know if it's an homage to something. So it's, it's hilarious. Zero
1: is a huge like um, like horror buff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and i think sci-fi as well so it mm-hmm. had to have come from from somewhere somewhere some sci-fi but something like weird stuff robots talking in the third person and i was like this is being a good image of craig craig must <laughs> see this now i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there looking at a cell phone not in this episode but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just wonderful. i've listened to it too much i could do the freaking voice yeah so this dude like, yeah. i love it
0: yeah um it, like if we I'm ever ha- of parties and bar mitzvahs. If, if we ever have Nolan North on this, that's all I'm going to have him record. Oh my god! You are listening to the podcast that is reality. Oh
1: Preached. man, <laughs> that, that would be amazing. That, that is
0: shell heads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'd be so. And fun. you want to take it from this place and put it in the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that would be great. So dumb. I'm gonna shoot for that. Gonna shoot for that. Uh Let's talk about snakeweed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like snake weed is the first real mutant that they that they encounter. Yeah. He gets he gets mutated accidentally into this 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 weird weed thing. The interrogation of him is
1: just so good. They're trying to find out where the Krang are going. Oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, Raphael yeah. is just like, oh hey, this ooze like you'll be as ugly like as Mikey. I'm like, I'm right here
0: <laughs> But the brotherly just ribbing oh, the, just, the brotherly I, I, banter in this show is fantastic incredible like i would say even better than than 2k3 yeah like the writing is top notch
1: oh yeah um and mikey discovers the brain in this you know the the krang in this you know robot stomach kind of like he discovered um pizza krang no kind of like he's discovered krang in the 87 series like I was in the house, and there's this, like, huge brain there, and I'm like, yeah, buddy, sure. I was like, okay,
0: okay, that's a nice little homage there. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Michelangelo naming his first mutant. So happy. He was a snake, and now he's a weed. Yeah, I was like, oh, a snake, snake weed. weed! I was like, yeah! Yeah, there's, there's so many dumb, like, ongoing jokes like that. Yeah, that, that 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 like permeate this entire first season. It's wonderful. It's yeah. just great.
1: One thing that's always driven me nuts about a lot of the about the eighty seven cartoon and then the two K three is Mikey censored, and you didn't see him do diddly squat hit anybody. Oh, he hits the crap of stuff in this thing. Oh yeah, with his chucks, and I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful. He
0: still doesn't make any sense, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Eh. Like hey, metal monster man, let's break you in half with a nunchuck. Those are strong chucks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So by the end of the episode, they've met April, and April's dad is kidnapped by the Krang. by say. the By the Krang, like they do. Yeah, uh, we don't know why. We don't know what their in, in intent is, but a- a- April's dad looks like uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> I don't think that was intentional, but it, it, he does. Yeah. All I need is a baseball cap. Yeah. Let's jump to episode three, which is turtle temper. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. I have my issues with it, but it's, it's, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just seeing the Raf is an angry guy episode and there not be any Casey, Casey Jones in it. Yeah. Is bizarre. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's fine. Like, there's nothing actually wrong with the episode. It's just weird. Not Because at this point, there was no announcement as to when Ace Casey Jones was showing up. Mm-hmm. So seeing them get to that story so quickly without that character is mm-hmm. odd. Raph is being teased by a dude who has filmed the Turtles and is trying to sell the film to the tabloids or to whoever will buy it. And is voiced by uh Louis Black yeah. Famous comedian Lewis Black. Yeah. Who has a great, great just angry voice. Great cartoon voice. Yeah. That character gets mutated into a, a, a guy named Spider Bites. Yeah. Because of course Michelangelo names him. Of course. <laughs> he's he's a spider and he bites. We get introduced to Spike. Oh yes, Spike. Refs, Ref's Raff's uh I, I I think of Spike as raf's way of showing humanity yeah you know it's like
1: well there's more moments that come up yeah yeah but that's probably the most genuine
0: Mm -hmm. he's he he may he may be a hothead and always angry and want to fight but at the end of the day he just wants to feed his bit his pet turtle leaves
1: yeah here you go buddy
0: i like spike I do too and spike they spike's character goes places later yes he does but we're not going to get into that no uh, let's go to episode four. New friend, old enemy. Yeah, uh, this one is cool because it basically has Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's his first name? I don't know his first name, but he's Chris known as- Bradford. Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris Bradford. Chrissy B. Uh, a a white guy who knows ninjutsu, kung yeah. fu, or karate. Yeah. Basically, white karate man who is very much in the image of a Chuck Norris. Yeah, uh, and he's famous and blah 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 blah. And, and my of course Michelangelo is he was a huge fan. Yeah. Um, he uses social media to 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 befriend him, mm-hmm. uh, and only to find out that he's working with the shredder, and
1: who comes to New York because hey, there's some stuff that's going on.
0: Yeah. So it's like,
1: eh, I gotta get all the way from
0: Japan, come all the way over <laughs> here, <laughs> uh, and and. and We find out that Bradford's actually a bad guy and Michelangelo's all Spoiler alert. Yeah. And he's
1: dressed in armor that looks
0: like legit Mirage Shredder. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty dope. We also meet Zever. We kind of meet Zever. He's kind of introduced... Bradford and Zever are introduced as Shredder's cronies. Yeah. You know, one guy is a technical fighter. The other guy is a street gangster. Who
1: does not whose voice does not fit the character model.
0: Yeah, I sounds, think he
1: does. Sounds kind of like Antonio Banderas. But well, yeah. yeah. I was like, "What?" Okay. Mean, that's my only nitpick. I was like, yeah. "Why is Antonio Banderas <laughs> voicing
0: this afro guy?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, I don't I didn't think, yeah, you know, that. Yeah, I I never been a huge fan of of the Bradford or or Zebra characters Or even what they become uh, I kind of like them Like they're cool They they serve a purpose Yeah But eh. Yeah they, 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 they kind of In this first season Are stand-ins For Bebop and Rocksteady Oh Without a doubt Yeah Which is fine Uh, You know of course We're gonna try real hard Not to talk about other seasons Yeah You know Cause, cause stuff happens
1: Yeah just Stuff just happens Knock it off right there
0: Um but it was cool seeing the Turtles, specifically Michelangelo, learn that good yeah. people can be bad. Yeah. Or people that you think are your friends can be bad.
1: There's so much stuff in the show that it really, it's, it's very thought-provoking and I think, mm-hmm. a lot of ways. It kind of goes back to the, at the end of every episode of, like, say, Inspector Gadget, you learn something. Like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> put out that forest fire, or hey, put out your campfire, you know, or... yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Like so, it was like kind of like I think Splinter. This might be my v- favorite version of Splinter. I do like this version in of in the show. Um, there are you know these very thought out lessons and just mm-hmm. you know it's, 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 uh, there, there,
0: there's there's lessons, but they're not heavy handed. They're not. They're in service of the story they're telling. Yeah. Which, watching this as a child, I didn't do, but assuming watching it as a child, there are things to learn here without the 90s, you know, hammer it over your head, oh, don't start forest fires. Yeah. Instead, here's a thoughtful 30-minute episode of some something happening to a, you know, to a forest because of a fire. Right. You know. Right. So, and and and, and I I can appreciate that top to bottom.
1: Oh, most definitely. There's some little easter eggs in here too. Um, okay. kind of going back to Siro's love of, of, you know, Japanese uh, pop culture. Mikey's secret kata the when he does his pose is actually mm-hmm. in Super Sentai or Ameri- Power Rangers in America as you guys know
0: it. <laughs> you mean the Power Rangers? The Power Power Rangers?
1: Um mm-hmm. they snuck a common Rider pose in here and I'm like I freaking knew it. Oh my god. I'm like this is great. Um so that's probably my second favorite Mikey moment. We'll we'll get to number 1 in a little while.
0: <laughs> Mikey is wonderful this entire season. At
1: first I thought he was so annoying and then I'm like, "Wait." And then when I just I had a chance to just watch, you know, what I watched, I was like, "This this might be my favorite cause
0: he's, Yeah, he's 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 stupid. Yeah. Just full on Like, no holds barred stupid, but it's not in an annoying way. It's stupid in a charming, charming way. Yeah. Let's move to episode five. I think his name is Baxter Stockman. Dirkster Speckman? Oh, man. (laughs) They they, they didn't introduce that until later in this season. Yeah. But after this episode, (laughs) the Turtles never once get his name right. No. Never once, and he is voiced by none other than Phil Lamar, oh, okay, cool yeah,
1: um but he's not uh he's kind of a
0: dork yes they they well they, they take the character back to like the com- the comedic roots i don't know I wouldn't say comedic roots, I or would just say being kind of dumb but, no, well, no, he's a genius, but like he was in the original cartoon. Yeah. In the original cartoon, he was a genius, but he was easy to take advantage of. Yeah, you know, he had all these great ideas and did all this great techy stuff, but he was kind of a, f- a flub. Yeah, you know, if that's a word.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Don't flub your lines, I guess. We no, on. yeah, he's, he's just a sh- he's just he's a he's a, a, a chucklehead. He is a chucklehead. Yeah, yeah. Unlike two K three, one which was legit mastermind. Yeah, the the two K three Baxter. His downfall was pride, and that's not the case with this one. <laughs> shooting his mouth off, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. You know, so when we see Baxter for the first time, of course, Turtles on patrol again. Uh, he's in this like Radio Shack style armor, uh-huh. and I say Radio Shack because on his chest is the Mattel electronic football. I'm like, what are you going to use that for? <laughs> That's not
0: going to do anything. He's a a scientist. You don't know.
1: Yeah, I was like, come on. Is that your (laughs) power supply? It's not very good.
0: But yeah, I I love just the. it's like (laughs) legit dressed like a toaster. Like (laughs) it is. It's very much a just let me do what I can with what I have. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like we got to go take out this nut. It was like, no, no, no. This is not our. As I start trying to break it, all right, we need to go take out this nut. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, so, what was it? D- Donatello got a piece of Krang technology and bi- basically put it into an iPod. Yeah, the T the T Pod, yeah, and then the T Pod ended up in in Baxter Stockman's hand, and and so of course Baxter, being the genius he is, was able to to leverage it to you know make huge armor that's actually dangerous, and, and it
1: evolved. Yeah, like that was pretty in- incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and there's so many different callbacks in that episode to the Baxter character. Uh there there's several times where he has become a robot. You know, he's yeah. either become a robot or his body is half robot or his head is floating inside of a robot something. Yeah. So, yeah. That that was nice cuz they, they did it without deforming the character. Right.
1: And uh, Baxter in his what ultimate form the turtles can't even touch him. Yeah, like how are we going to do this? I, I love when Mikey tries to throw his, because chucks extend chains. His grapple chucks. Grapple chucks. And then Baxter uses him as freaking chucks. I'm like, I could not stop freaking <laughs> laughing. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mikey, but yeah, that
0: funny. Yeah, um, it's really funny. Um, that was a fun, fun episode. Like a really, really it's a, fun. It's a fun version of Baxter. which And it should be noted that he's a black dude. Yeah. So still, as it stands, the only version of Baxter that was white was the original cartoon. Yeah. Every, yeah, every other version has been a black dude. Yeah. As it should be. Agreed. Uh, Episode six. This one's got to hold a place in your heart. It does. It's Metalhead. It does. It's just legit named Metalhead. Yeah. And this, I like how they weaved the story of the creation of metalhead into Donatello wanting, wanting to become a better ninja or wanting something better than a stick. Yeah. Because they could have just been like, Oh, look, I was tinkering with this, but no, they built it into the character growth
1: of Donatello and splinter being very, you know, that you see more of that, you know, father type role. Mm -hmm. Like you want to do this, do it being encouraging, which all these little touches just make this show very, very special. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and uh, Yeah, I don't see previous splinters doing that. No, they're just like, no, my totals,
1: you know, it's like, I can't think of one of the lines from the 87 show. It was always <laughs> just like Confucius or whatever or something, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's very, I was like 2K3 was fatherly, but I think this is more so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this, this is the time where, th- this is, I... Of all of this, the splinters, I think I like the splinters' sense of humor the most. Oh, man. It's very yeah. dry. Yeah. It's very dry, very, like, one linery just...
1: Very typical, you know, uh, you know Japanese
0: you know, father style. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be hyper-serious until it's very obvious I'm not being hyper-serious, but yeah. it's still not going to be delivered in a comedic way. It's just going to be dry. Yeah. You know, like, like when Leonardo asked him, so why did you make me the leader? It's like because you asked me to, yeah. And then he said, "So if Mikey had said, or if any of the other ones had been first, you would have said yes to them." He's like, "Yeah, even Mikey? No, that would have been wrong."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Then he, um, he 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 basically builds metalhead out of crank technology. Yeah, which is cool. It's very cool, and 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 metalhead has a great design. I like that he's short. It's yeah. just a little micro little thing little micro dude is his shell is made out of a sewer lid yep, yep. yeah just found um,
1: parts i like that you didn't really see what he was doing
0: yeah like i was like oh hey here oh whoa what okay yeah and um and and of course of course it goes exactly the way you would expect it to yeah he the, he gets metalhead out into you know into the open Metalhead is clumsy. He's super loud, not ninja at all. No, and immediately gets taken over by the Krang. <laughs> yeah. Also noted
1: that um, he's controlling him with a video game controller. Oh yeah, of course. From the lair, which is
0: great. Why not? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I love it. But yeah, it didn't. It didn't uh, go exactly you know like you thought.
0: It all works out. Oh, it, of course, it all works out, and and all kinds of lessons are learned, and Donatello appreciates his bow and, and whatnot.
1: Yeah, more fatherly stuff with Splinter.
0: Yeah, which is great. You know, just, uh, but ultimately, Metalhead is cool. Yes, like he's he's cool. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm sorry, he, she, it, it is is Metalhead, and it, it's cool. Yeah, because he's technically not sentient yet, because Donatello still controls him. Yeah, yeah. Relativity. 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 Relativity.
1: Relativity. Climb aboard the perilous journey of one man attempting to reach a distant world and the woman on Earth who battles endlessly to keep him alive.
0: Mission Control, was that sound what I think it was? We're not sure yet, but we know it can't be good.
1: Join the thousands of science fiction adventure fans who have discovered Relativity at
0: relativitypodcast.com. Relativity. Uh, let's talk about episode seven monkey brains this is an interesting one uh, this one it reminded me of like old horror movies yes
1: as well it should
0: yeah walk me through this one because i have uh, <laughs> my notes are very sparse on this one
1: this was the one where i think Dontello was trying he was like he has a chart he's gonna get april to like figure out how you can get april to spend time oh uh, yeah and so I was like, it, he planned for everything, and then April shows up and he whoop, hits the board, and it flips over, uh-huh. and it's a Space Heroes movie poster, right? Which is inspired by.
0: I recognize that from somewhere. Where did I recognize Star Trek. Star Trek? Star Trek. Yeah, it was a it was a Star Trek movie. So poster. it's
1: a combination of Star Trek, the motion picture, of the first film, mm-hmm. and the Search for Spock. Okay, so those two like beautifully. I was like, that looks really
0: good. Like, I like Can it. I get a poster of that? That'd be great. <laughs>
1: Don and April go investigate the disappearance of Doctor Rockwell. Yes, which I am thinking is a callback to Sam Rockwell, who was in the it's, the Thug, maybe, 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 in the first Turtles movie, maybe. Yeah, and there's as they are snooping around his office,
0: they find a monkey.
1: Yeah, terror terror monkey beats the crap out
0: of Donatello, mm-hmm. and uh, of course he gets ridiculed for it. Yeah And they meet another scientist And what was his name His name was Dr. Falco Falco Dr. Falco We find out Dr. Falco Used the mutagen To turn Rockwell Into a monkey Not just any monkey Psychic A psychic monkey Yeah It's a cool episode It's a weird episode You have to really have to Follow closely what's happening Yeah Uh, I liked the mystery behind it. It was very much a what's going on, and then there's a big reveal in the third act.
1: Yeah.
0: Finding out Falco is the bad guy was fun. Yeah. Because he comes back very quickly later in the season Mm -hmm. and that we're going to talk about, which is really exciting for me. Yeah. My favorite part of the whole episode, though, was the Donatello character growth. Oh yeah, definitely Because Donatello being the science guy You know, he plans out all of his moves And he's so predictable in battle That he's easy to be beaten And his his lesson was You've got to learn to feel your way through a fight Yeah Stop thinking and just fight Yeah, You know, they showed Michelangelo fighting Effortlessly without thinking at all And being wonderful And Falco's superpower Basically is being able to predict Or read your mind Which means he's able to predict what you're going to do and so Donatello was useless against him.
1: Only after he was able to extract that from uh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of and course. inject. I was like, yeah, because inject monkey blood into you. And that's how that works. Uh, yeah. 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 Again,
0: there's a lot of minutiae in this episode. Oh, yeah. It's there's good. Some, there's some good science talk. <laughs> yes, there is. But ultimately, like all of it was in service of the Donatello character growth. Yeah. Uh, so Donatello learns to fight without thinking uh, and just kind of feel his way through it, and and they're able to defeat Falco. And and w- what's what ends up happening with Rockwell? Disappears. He disappears.
1: Oh no, Rockwell! Uh, they're like, oh, monkey, go ahead, go. They just let him go. Yeah, both of them. They was like, uh, you, you she let a, a monkey with can read your mind in New York, kind of run free. Uh, yeah, this is a good idea?
0: I uh. th- Clearly, they needed that for plot later. <laughs> yeah, because Falco jumped ship. Yeah, he's gone too. Yeah, but as I said, he'll 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 show up very soon.
1: Um, there was a very special something. Um, April Master Splinter senses something in April and decides mm-hmm. to train her as a Kunoichi. Kunoichi, Kunoichi, ninja.
0: Which uh, I have so many pet peeves that that that, that triggers. It's like, why can't they just let April be April? Yeah, it just it just seems lazy to me. That there are ways to make her strong and not a liability, right? Without oh, let's make her a ninja. It's like, oh, fine, whatever. But I, that was one of my notes. One of my notes was April starts training. Yeah, so it's it is clearly important to the to the show. Never says ever. Episode eight. Yeah,
1: Shredder's basically at this point, like his patience is growing very thin. Oh yes, yes. Like, it's like, you can't beat the, you know, they're...
0: Much like it used to grow thin with Bebop
1: and Rocksteady. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. So we, uh, this is their first appearance of the Purple Dragons in this... Uh, That's true. ...iteration. Oh, wow. You know, they're punks still, but they're just, just like, yeah. really dumb. It's a dopey street gang. Yeah, dopey yeah. street gang. <laughs> um, so they're shaking down the restaurant that April's trying to take the turtles to. It's good food. Yeah, good Blind stuff. Noodle Man. yeah whose name is Murakami. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Oh my god. It just hit me. Okay. I'll let you lead with it. No, go ahead. I'll No, you yeah. So Murakami Wolf and Swinson was the original production company for the 87 That is correct.
0: Uh TV series. It's fantastic. So yeah. The, the, oh, that one. How did I miss that? Well, it, you know, it's fine. <laughs> that's that's why we have these discussions. That's Jack. right. That's right. That's why I got the <laughs> that's
1: why I got the you know the focus. So they're shaking him down, and the turtles step in. Yep. They're like, "Hey, you can't do this." Nope. They kick the they kick their butts.
0: Get out of here. I, I again, all of these 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 flashy stories that are being told are all in service of character growth. Oh yeah. This this time it was Raph's turn. Yeah. Leonardo chose to show mercy on the, the purple dragons and, you know, not beat their teeth completely in, yeah. uh, and Raph was like, what are you doing? So we just let bad guys go now. And Raph is like, mercy, dude, like they, they were no match for us. We beat them. Yeah. And Raph's mindset was our enemies aren't going to show mercy. Specifically Zever, you know, this street gang or this street gangster that, is working for the shredder is not going to pull punches. Why do we do it? And, and, and of course Splinter steps in with his, his fatherly advice. He's like, there's more power in showing mercy than there is in beating the teeth off of someone.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's not apparent when he gives that advice that that's what needs to happen by the end of the episode. The mercy that they showed the, uh, the the purple dragons saved them in the end. Yeah. Because the purple dragons were, were like, what, what did they do? They 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 gave them their weapons back or something. What was, what was the details on that? They like unlocked a thing or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not important what they did. It's just important that the 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 person that they showed mercy to helped them in the end, even funny. though they were a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and again, all of this in service of character growth. Yeah, which which to me is more important than anything that happened in the episode. Oh yeah, because if you're building a lore, you need to show these characters go from point A to point B.
1: And there's definitely more, I think, character growth in this series than I think we've seen in any.
0: Absolutely, iteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah like 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 two K three had some, uh, but there was none <laughs> in the old show. No,
1: none. Yeah, not really any brotherly, you know jabbing or you know kind of no, it was it was more just let's have a party, yeah, yay guys, yeah. yay. still like it, but you know this <laughs> one is this one's very well fleshed out, but yeah, we have a another great Mikey moment, okay, um where they're trying to track the purple dragons, they're like, oh you know they're like staked out above the tattoo bar, like, hey guys, I want to get a tattoo of my face. On, on my, my face. face it's like he wipes <laughs> his hand up and he turns into 87 mike I'm like oh my god <laughs> freaked me out i was like that's that's great um
0: it's the magic of animation man yes <laughs>
1: yes episode 9
0: the gauntlet this is this, my favorite, this is episode. favorite one. This yeah, is your favorite
1: one. This is this is it? There's, there's all
0: kinds of this this is a great episode. There's so much to it. Like we meet Pigeon Pete, we finally learn the origin of the ooze. We see Zever and Bradford both mutate. Yeah. And they have their first fight with the shredder. Not to mention your favorite part, the smoke bombs. Oh my god. Like I mean, the gauntlet is quite an episode, man. It, there's there's so much going on,
1: but okay, I'm taking my glasses off of this. So Donnie comes out and he's like, Oh, hey guys, check this out. There's smoke <laughs> bombs <gasps> and ADD kicks in and Mikey is all over the place. Yeah. And it's just, just using
0: them back over and for the dumbest stuff.
1: Sergio, <laughs> this episode makes me so freaking happy. Like I could just have a really crappy day and go right back and just play that sequence over, it's and, great. over it's and over and over. It's so again. funny, man. Mikey, I'll get you a tissue. Poof. <laughs> poof. We don't Brandy have any t- we don't have any tissues. <laughs> it was like poof. It was like at one point it was like, I'll go get Master Splinter. Poof.
0: Poof. Michelangelo said you needed me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's so good
0: yeah like, yeah the smoke the smoke bomb sequence
1: that that
0: moment with splinter is my favorite splinter moment <laughs> and everyone's He's playing along and, and 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 you hear donatello mikey stop it <laughs> it's Like
1: these took forever to make
0: man it this is this is the best i i outside of the pilot which i love the the two yeah. the two episode pilot this is probably the yeah the best one I mean, yeah, and of, of this run, of this thirteen episode run, that
1: whole that whole fight with Shredder, man, just, I mean, you knew he was going to
0: overpower them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they, he always does. He always does, and it was it was it was good to to finally see the turtles lose. Yeah, because so far they've been pretty, you know, very happy. Very, oh look at this, we're going to fight me, hoo hoo, and ninja stuff, but they fight the shredder and it's like, Oh no, we're screwed. Yeah. Like we're screwed. There's nothing we can do against this guy. The splinter was like, you got lucky. Cause if you made it back alive, you got lucky. Yeah. Um, uh, now we see Bradford and Zever get hit with a mutagen. Do we actually see what they turn into this episode or is that next episode?
1: Oh no. Yeah. Zever is like, he's the fish. Yeah, and just when when Shredder is about to destroy, yeah, kill
0: the turtles, he's like reaching up, like help me. So because of Zever, yeah, because of the mutation, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Which, ugh, dude, that's a that's a messed up mutation.
1: Yeah, but you see it leading up to that with Ooh, like, yeah. you know, him interacting with a fish, and then Bradford being bit by the Shredder's dog. Mm-hmm. which I was like I'm not sure I had a dog okay <laughs> you know so a lot of setup
0: you know oh yeah going yeah. on and stuff yeah uh, everything is done on purpose yeah so we learn from April's dad that the ooze is from another dimension yeah and it is brought here by Krang and it's not doing what it's supposed to do in our dimension mm-hmm. which makes complete sense of course it, on on a you know a science fiction level that's easy to explain to a child, to an adult, this is from another dimension, and it ain't working. Yeah, there you go. Play the simple. Exactly. And since since they already knew, that's the ooze that turned us into turtles. The, like they want to know more. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's 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 my favorite episode. Just when it like, yeah. it doesn't have as much character growth as as uh, some of the others. A, a lot of the growth you see in in the arc that this creates, the whole. Um, the Shredder beat us, and now we have to recover, and there's you know paranoia attached to it, uh, but it's so good, man. episode ten panic in the sewers I don't want to talk about this episode that much, yeah um there's only like two or three things that i th- that there really is to say, and that is we we, we finally get that we finally get their first you know real vehicle uh-huh. and it's the go karts that are glued together, and it's a fun little adventure that they have in it, whatever. You know how I feel about shoehorning vehicles into these things. Yeah. It's to sell toys, and it's kind of insulting. But Mikey with the water balloons... Oh, yeah. ...is next level, man. It is. Michelangelo steals the show in so many episodes... Oh, yeah. this the, the, in, in, ...in this run just because he is well-written. Well-written as a comedy it, d- d- delivery device. It's not
1: forced. It's not over the top in, per se but it's like yeah. literally it's not goofy to be goofy it it's there he's,
0: he's the little brother he, it fits Yeah, it fits it's, it, nothing seems out of place you expect this type of mischief from that character yeah they called their shot and then they hit a home run yeah is, is, is what they did with the Michelangelo character this oh, yeah. season
1: one little touch we haven't talked about is when their eyes go white true when they do that they're serious. You know, yeah. it's really... I was like, oh.
0: In a TV show like this, you kind of have to have pupils. Yeah. It gives so much life to the characters, but their pupils going white when they go into action sequences adds another layer on top of that. Oh. Uh, the, the Really, the only other thing in episode 10 I want to mention is uh, Splinter is spooked. Yeah. He's full on... The Shredder has gotten under his skin by messing with his family and... This is the first episode where you feel like there's actually something at stake. Yeah. For the turtles themselves. Stakes are very high. <laughs> uh episode eleven, Mausers Attack. We Ooh. we get our Mauser episode, which we always have a Mauser episode.
1: These are legit the best versions of the Mausers I think we've ever
0: seen. They have really good sound sound effects.
1: They look like really just annoying cats.
0: Yeah. They act like annoying cats, just Mm -hmm. like
1: irritated, ticked off.
0: Yeah. My only note on this episode is mobile, offensive, underground, search, excavation, and retrieval centuries. Yeah. Mousers. That seems forced. That seems forced. Yeah. (laughs) So the return of of Baxter, of course. Dirkster Speckman. Dirkster Speckman. But we get a divide in the turtles. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's right. The, the the is this the, is this this is the episode where Donnie and Mikey are the B team right yeah <laughs> yeah this one was silly but I really liked it
1: yeah it was like but yeah so Leo and Raph are teaming up and Mikey and Don are
0: you know doing their the thing. the B team yeah, yeah the B team um which is so ridiculous just never never in my turtles life have, do, can I think of a story where. Raph and Leo are just like, no, we're just better at this than you. Yeah. It's, we're the strong ones. It's so weird. Typical. old. I say, are Leo and Raph the older I brothers? I think so. Yeah. I know Leo's, it's Leo's always the oldest. Mike's always the youngest. Yeah. The other two, I don't think it's ever really.
1: Yeah. It seems like older brother, you know, picking on younger brother. Things. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's very charming in this. Yeah. Yeah. April gets jumped by the purple dragons. Yep. Her phones get stolen. So, of course, they have to go get it back because
0: it, it, it has, like, GPS stuff on yeah, it. And
1: yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Bec, you know. Dexter I Speckman. almost said Bexter. Bexter Speckman. <laughs> I Bexter, yeah. Like, I started doing it. Um, you know, he's created the Mousers, and he's, you know, sending them on a, you know, crime spree. And, of course, mm-hmm. that
0: gets in the way of Foot Clan business. Yep. And that's how Baxter gets gets uh, hooked up with
1: the Shredder. Yep. the first call that she gets on uh, April gets on her cell phones from Irma.
0: Yes, I was like, "What?" Irma Irma comes back later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they do some weird stuff with Irma. Yeah. Um, episode twelve, it came from the depths. This is the Leatherhead episode. Uh, we we find out that there's a giant, you know, crocodile, alligator, crocodile, crocodile in the sewers. And Mikey tries to befriend him, and we find out that he was kidnapped by the Krang and mutated, and now well, he... No,
1: well, no, no, no. Uh, he was a child's pet.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got and flushed. Flushed, like they do. Yeah. and When uh, you find out that a child has an alligator or yeah. a crocodile, yeah, you flush it.
1: Yeah. Krang find him, experiment on him.
0: Yeah. Mutate him into this giant
1: beast. Think, didn't they do that in 2K3 as well? Yeah. Kind of, or he was like subject. No, he was like it was an accident. This yeah, yeah, it was purpose. an it was an
0: accident in yeah. both the original comics and in the uh, yeah the 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 two K three. Because remember, the U terms are good guys. Yeah, in this one, the Krang are bad, so they did it on purpose. And yeah. Leatherhead has made it his life's mission to destroy the Krang.
1: And you thought Raphael had a
0: temper. Ooh. Ooh. Just any mention of the Krang and, and Leatherhead just loses it. Yeah, but he took something from them. What did he take? He took, he took the... Uh, took a power cell. Took a power cell. The power cell that was g- getting them to and from Dimension X. Yeah. They don't say that. But... But you know that's where it that
1: comes from. Yeah, of course. So, of course, they want that power cell back. Yeah um some great comedic bits he's Mm -hmm. going crazy grabs uh donatello by
0: his noodle dude donatello being grabbed by the head in that episode like five times yeah that's hilarious it's good it's good comedy it's really good comedy
1: of course you know they get them all leatherhead all calmed down and then they leave mikey to look after him of course mikey like talks them into bringing him back to the lair.
0: That's, yeah,
1: smart. A yeah, good move. very
0: smart. That's, a, it, that's also a very fun episode. It's, a, it's, it's, it's very good. A lot, of, a lot of it is very forgettable, yeah. but there's a lot of really good moments in it. Yeah. Um, okay, the last episode that we have is Eye Monster, and it is the debut of the Rat King. Very early in the episode, you find out that Dr. Falco has been experimenting with brain waves and stuff and there's an accident and he turns himself into the rat king and he's able to control rats with his mind and boom you have a classic character in the new nick show yeah i monster was the name of was the name of the story in the original tales of the turtles Ooh. that the rat king debuted in that's awesome like it's the same name and it goes about as you would expect a, a, a rat King episode to go. Rats are everywhere. Rats are at, like rats flood New York city. There are more rats on the screen than I've seen on like anything on screen. It's like looking at the crowd of a football game.
1: Yeah. You actually see people this time, I think. Cause like, you don't really see like
0: at night. Oh, oh no. Yeah. There's actually, there's people, nobody.
1: Yeah. Nobody on those streets at New York, New, in New yeah. York at night. I'm like, that's, that's wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That ain't New York. Everybody's uh, asleep. The, 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 there's like two or three really cool things in this episode. One, of course, the Rat King is always great. Yeah. I love that guy. Two, Splinter, of course, is mind controlled by the Rat King because yeah. Splinter's part rat. Three, the turtles have to fight Splinter. Oof. It's it's a very heavy yes. It's it's it, it's episode. The cool. What's really cool is, yeah, we spar with all all the time. It shouldn't be a big deal. And then there's the re- reveal. Oh, he's been taking it easy on us the entire time. Uh huh. We're screwed. The wheels are off. Yeah, and and you know ultimately you know you do the whole remember who you are, remember you're a man, yeah. blah 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 blah. And 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 of course they end up defeating the uh, the, the the rat king.
1: Yeah. 'cause I, I well, we didn't mention that, like the origin in this like it's like the eighty seven cartoon, he was a dude, that's true, yes, yeah, mutated into the rat, so a nice little nice little callback
0: well I don't know if I would call it a callback, it's just it's i I just think of it this way there's there's two different origins, yeah, they just chose to go with the one where he's a dude, yeah, there's the one where he's a rat, which is ridiculous, and there's the one where he's a dude, yeah. which makes more sense, yeah. So they went with the one where he's a dude. I like them both. Eh, I like them both. Yeah. That doesn't mean one can't be more ridiculous than the other. I think this one has more weight to it. Yes. As we
1: come to find out later.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, but the, the like the real fun of this episode is the Turtles having to fight Splinter. Because they're no match. They're no match at all. He's a yeah, master. And yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the characters. I wrote down some core things that I thought about these characters, like Leo. My big thing about Leo this season, lame hero lines. He's a dork. He is delightful. He is still trying to figure out what it's like to be a leader, and he thinks it's blurting heroic lines before they fight, and it's adorable. He just
1: gets made fun of. It, so yes. much just picked on my Raph so much. It's, and just, it's so like, fun. Oh, you got to stop.
0: And where are you getting this from? Like, space heroes. No, oh, space heroes. Yeah. Like, that's, he's getting it from, from, he's getting it from Will Shatner. Basically. So, Raph, I have angry but sensitive. Yeah. Uh, almost, arguably, the most normal of the four. Yeah. Especially when,
1: like, Mikey is really beaten up about what Bradford did to him. And yeah. Raph just, like, a very tender, brotherly moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you tell anybody, oh, <laughs> 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 you know. But that's I. I, I really enjoyed seeing that because you know he he just he really does care about his brothers, and you don't really get to see. You haven't really seen that,
0: right? Right. You know, it's it, it's a version of Raph that is like, it resembles what we know to be the character, but it's different enough that it. Adds, it adds a charm that wasn't there before. It's not one-dimensional. Exactly. It is not one-dimensional at all. Yeah,
1: and I really, really enjoy this version of Raphael.
0: Uh, Donnie. The only thing I want to talk about with Donnie, like we've already covered Donnie it's, it's, yeah. at length. I'm not comfortable with him having a crush on April. It's a little weird. It's weird. Yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know why it's weird, interspecies stuff is weird I guess
1: no no no.
0: I don't like it I didn't like it when I first saw it I still don't like it I like him having a crush on someone like they go places with that idea but it being April and it being a human makes it real real hard to get on board yeah yeah does that that make sense am am I being crazy perfect sense no no Uh, no Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, I, I really like the idea of a turtle being a nervous teenager about talking to a girl. Yeah. It's something we've never seen before. Yeah. Well, outside of the next mutation, which kind of dabbled in that a little bit. Yeah. Mikey, youthful and dumb, and that's all he has to be. Yeah. Because he's so good at it. And again, we've talked at length about him this episode as well, but yeah. it's the first time his dumb has been useful and not annoying.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Yeah.
0: And, and like watching 2K3 after seeing the Nick show, that the Mikey in 2K3 is pales in comparison. Yes. It really, really does. Uh, let's see. I've got April. A teenager who's very Lois Laney.
1: Yeah. I like that. I mean, they, they combined, the, you know, the news reporter elements. Mm-hmm. But she's in high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like she's you know? like she clearly she has this investigative investigative like streak investigative in- investigative 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 gay gay whatever. But it's, they, a, it's investigative But they <laughs> <laughs> Investigative
1: it, it That's not a thing It is That's no, a thing no, no, that's It a is good. now
0: Bad grammar uh, They made her dad The scientist Yeah So it They kind of got to have Both origins yeah. In one Because her dad Is kind of crucial To the Krang plot Just like April was crucial To the To the Baxter plot yeah. In the comics So So they They, they, they walked that tightrope Really well And that's pretty much the end of my notes. Yeah, mine too. Um, I think coming out of the buyout and Nickelodeon, again, needing a home run, they put the right people behind the show. They put the right effort behind the show. They put enough money behind it. You know, items were every like merch was everywhere. Yeah. And when this show came out,
1: I didn't really buy a whole lot of it. Same thing for 2K3. i was like, you idiot. I was like why didn't I <laughs> why didn't I freaking buy all these toys? Like I got I th- I got Raf and that was it. Oh wow. So I was I, like in a really I think I was having a really bad day that day. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's get Raf.
0: Yeah, I got all four of them in bo inbox. Yeah. I usually I get two copies, one in and out. Yeah. Um I only got inbox. They were expensive. Well, eight bucks, nine bucks. You know. Mm, that's how much action figures cost. Well Jeff. Oh, yeah, it depends. Inflation. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beast. But if they needed a level set, like if they needed to come out of, the, out of the gates with here's what you can expect from Ninja Turtles under Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon banner, they absolutely won. This is exactly what the Turtles needed when it came out.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: From this show, they can branch and do whatever they want mm-hmm. because they've proven we can get it right when we have to.
1: Yeah, but they gotta have that talent there.
0: That's a conversation for another day. It is. I love this show. I love it more than I I, th- I love I love it more than I thought I would, and I love it even more revisiting it because I'm like, yep, it's as good as I remember it. Yeah, it's absolutely as good as I remember it. I
1: think this one is my top, my number one. Oh,
0: oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh. well, I mean, it. I mean, you look at everything that it's done. You've got mm-hmm. fantastic music. You've got the art style, which the show is a melting pot of just styles, yeah voice direction, you know voice actors, everything it nails everything that just it they they you know they had a it's just a certified
0: hit yeah, 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 and it takes enough from the lore to remind you of things, yeah, but it is very much its own thing, yeah. It's not like they're at at least at this point in the in the story they're not retelling anything Mm-mm. you know sure there's certain aspects of their origin that are identical it's It's, it's minuscule, yeah, but they're not or, or retelling minor. stories it's minor, yeah, yeah, the last thing I want to say is it's it's really funny that you're saying this is your favorite, even though I know you haven't seen all of it, yeah, I've seen all of it, and I can say definitively that it is the one show that there is not a variance in quality from start to end yeah 2k3 is wonderful those last few seasons are kind of off the rails it's, the original show there's all kinds of variance in season to season there's a lot of variance. uh there's some good stuff in there uh, oh i'm not, I'm oh, not no, denying no. that oh, but, no. but but when it comes to just consistent quality for five years straight nick turtles is very this, this does it this absolutely does it yeah here's where we usually talk about what we talk about next time Ooh. Uh, i'm just gonna say it's gonna be april yeah we're talking about april next time april it's spotlight. Ep- episode 25 we got some really exciting stuff coming up that's in the hopper and ready to go Ooh, to hopper December's gonna be pretty big yeah and so is january i'm excited jeff i'm super stoked where can we find you jeff as always
1: sergio you can find me at the warp zone arcade uh in the cross gates brandon area of mississippi been there for over nine years now we will be 10 next year um four to 500 plus games i forget because i stopped counting we have so many um play by the hour birthday parties tournaments like smash brothers and some other stuff that we're working on uh old school arcade cabinets featuring um the king of fighters series and fatal fury which are our most popular right now mm-hmm. if you guys are looking you know for places to you know try games out and just come be around some great,
0: awesome people and share your love of gaming. We'd love to have you. You should you should come by and and just bug Jeff about Ninja Turtle stuff. You can do that too. Do that, but that cost you seven bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> i get them free guys (laughs) uh i'm sergio i'm the reality breach guy uh again we're running long so i'm not gonna say much but this is december of 2019 so it's the end of a decade we have all kinds of decade related content hitting this month we just released an episode about the top 20 albums of the of the decade uh we're also gonna hit video games and we're gonna we're closing out the year with star wars Ooh! so looking really looking forward to that yeah Uh, well, that'll do it. Episode 24 of the Shellheads podcast. Uh, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. (laughs)